Hello and welcome to another episode of the TK podcast. I'm your host Alex as always and today we are talking about TK and what we've done three years on from the George Floyd murder. We've got two individuals from within TK who will be joining me today. Uh, one coming from Creativity and one coming from Resource IT with Belton and Julie retrospectively. Um, and we're going to be talking about some of the good stuff that we've been doing um, to aid it boosts underrepresentation within the tech industry. So wherever you are, grab a pen and a notepad and enjoy the TK podcast. Hello and welcome to the TK podcast. I am your host, Alex, the host who's with you on 90% of these podcasts. And um, today um, I wanted, well, we are going to be talking about three years on um, from George Floyd. Now, for today's episode, um, we've got Julie and Belton um, who have joined us. But first and foremost, um, I think it might be good for me to give you a little bit of an introduction if you are a first listener about myself um, and the role that I play um, within T-Care and, and, and why I've joined T-Care as well. So I've, I've been with T-Care pretty much since the start, which is just after um, the George Floyd incident happened. And the reason that I wanted to join is I really wanted to bring some change, not just to my business, but also to my community as well. I really wanted to see how I could get those who are underrepresented into more roles in the tech industry. I've seen how it's changed my life um, with me being um, a kid who grew up in, in East London in Barking and, and being where I'm at now and having that level of stability and that level of fulfillment um, after going into tech. I felt like that's something that could resonate with many other um, individuals who are similar to me. Uh, not just those um, from a Black Caribbean background, as, as am I, um, just, just those from any walks of life um, who, who typically find it difficult um, to stumble upon these roles like I have. Um, so, Julie, um, do you want to give an introduction about yourself, um, why, why you're in T-Care, and, and a little bit about um, why, why T-Care is important um, to, to the industry as well? I think that's, that would be good to share at this point. Sure. So hello, I'm Julie Simpson. I'm the founder and CEO of Resource IT. We're a channel marketing agency. We've been in the IT industry for 20 years. Um, so lots of uh, work with IT channel organisations. Um, my role in T-Care is to contribute in every possible way I can. My um, love for seeing people succeed, making sure everybody has an equal playing field, and doing everything I can to use my voice and my influence and my network to um, give everybody an opportunity. So um, I'm all across T-Care in lots of different ways. Um, T-Care exists because um, a group of us of um, CEOs of IT companies across the industry got together after the horrific incident um, that happened with George Floyd and asked ourselves, what can we do about this? What can we actually do to make sure that that doesn't happen in our industry? So we got together um, and we thought about all the different contributions we make as organisations, the policies we create, the activities we do and the efforts we make to make sure that there is equality across our organisations and anybody from an, any ethnic background has exactly the same opportunity and can reach their full potential. Um, so a lot of brainstorming, a lot of working together. We came up with this community that we are now part of. Um, there are 11 organizations currently involved, including Software One, Proactivity, Microsoft, Computer Center, 
um, and a whole bunch of other businesses. And we're working together to share our learnings, to impart our knowledge on each other and to drive the industry forwards. So our ambition is to ensure that black and brown people or anybody from any ethnic minority community is more represented across our industry. So that's what we're all about. Brilliant. Perfectly put together, Julie. Thank you. And Belton, um, if you could give an introduction um, to the people about you, um, who you are, who you represent. Yes, of course. My name is Belton Flanoy. I'm a managing director in Protivity's technology consulting team. It's a global management consulting um, firm where I look after the UK digital identity team. I'm also on the advisory board for the London School of Economics Inclusion Initiative, where we're using behavioral science to drive inclusion across professional services and financial services firms across um, the world. Um, I, I, I'm hugely um, involved in various D and I volunteer roles. And, and when the opportunity to be a part of T-Care came up, I, I jumped at that opportunity. I think um, one of the things that surprised me was when I was um, moderating at the Telegraph's DNI conference uh, a few years ago, and as part of the keynote opening, they spoke about how few um, black children were going into careers in technology. Now that surprised me for two reasons. One, this is an industry that is a, a high paying, fast growing industry. This is an industry with a known skills gap, and yet there's not many there weren't many ethnic minorities going into it. And I knew that needed to change. There's a huge opportunity to help address that skills gap if we can start educating the right people on understanding that there's roles out there. And, and by right people, I mean anybody who's looking for a career change, um, anyone who's looking for a new, a new role, anyone who's been a teacher who can move into cyber awareness training. And so I, I saw this as a fantastic opportunity to, to really help um, create a more inclusive workforce um, that really, really is focused on creating racial um, equity. Perfectly, perfectly said, Belton. Um, I, th I feel like I'm around two very well decorated individuals for this episode. So <laughs> I feel like there's going to be a lot of learnings that I can get from, from both of you and a lot of learnings that our listeners um, can take on as well. And, and I like that you have mentioned, Belton, um, about educating and, and really trying to push the envelope with regards to making sure that those who are underrepresented are getting the same opportunities and, and are taking those opportunities to, to work in tech because it, it is a great sector to be in. It's one of the fastest moving. Um, I think we've all been in benefit of that. I know Belton, um, within the past six months, you, you've been um, given the opportunity to be an MD. Um, that's something that's happened quite recently. I, I look around various different businesses within the tech sector and don't see a lot of people who are of your background are and are sitting at that level. So I do commend you for, for being at that level and also really being a, a, a beacon for others to follow. And that's not just um, from, from a race perspective, but also um, as, a, as a gay man as well. I think that's, um, that is brilliant and that you're actually setting that, setting that up for, for um, people to follow on. So... Let's get to the topic, right? Um, three years on um, from, from George Floyd is what we wanted to focus on. Um, Julie touched on the, the reason as to why um, TK has been set up. Um, and, and this is one of the 
catalyst or the main catalyst um, as to why we are doing this. So my first question is actually going to go um, to you, Belton. So it's about um, what we've done um, and how companies have changed um, since since George Floyd has passed away. So yeah, to make it simple, um, how do you think companies have changed since um, the George Floyd passing? Yes, this is a this is a good question. I think one that's asked quite a bit because I think people are worried that the the bump or spike in activities right after that happened is going to dissipate. I think one of the big changes that I've seen, though, is as a uh, CEO, you are expected to manage the direction of any organization. And you spend a lot of money building business continuity plans, building strong cyber resilience, making sure you're compliant with regulations so you can try to manage all of the risks that come at your organization. Yet when George Floyd happened, many CEOs were caught unaware. They didn't know how to react. And that's interesting because you could have thrown almost any sort of disaster at them and they would have had a plan to respond. And I think the fact that so many leaders were taken aback and taken, taken were, were impacted in a, in a way that they didn't know how to respond to immediately um, was something that wanted them to change. And so I think lots of organizations have been forced to understand how they need to talk about race in the workplace, how they need to address certain racial issues. Things that weren't discussed before are now discussed openly. And in many of the organizations I talk to, uh, it's fantastic to see some of the things that have changed. Within my organization at Creativity, we've created something called Courageous Conversations. And it's where we can have an open dialogue about race in the workplace. And, and I, I know for a fact there were many U.S. companies, for example, that didn't want to talk about race. It was a taboo and or controversial topic. So the simple fact that that's now been brought to the forefront, people are able to engage in dialogue. People are able to allow themselves to exist in an uncomfortable zone in order to try to tackle challenges is a step forward. Yeah, and I think you put it nicely there, people stepping into an uncomfortable zone. Um, I, I would say that's something that a lot of people avoided um, before the George Floyd incident did happen. Um, and I am seeing that everyone's more open to having conversations and having dialogue and, and trying to understand exactly what's going on in their world and, and not being siloed within their own demographics. So um, I think it's fantastic that you, you've got that initiative set up as well um, within the business. Um, and I guess, Julie, my question to you um, as well, hearing all of that, what sort of your feedback is, is, is this sort of something that's happening within resource IT? Is it similar? Um, is, it, is this the view that you, you are, or sorry, is this resonating um, with you? Um, and I'm keen to get your thoughts. Oh, absolutely has. Um, and we really did make all of us, I think anybody that was running a business or in a leadership position, just stop and think, hang on, am I doing the right things? Am I having the right conversations? Am I asking the right questions? Am I communicating in the right way? And one of the things that I've gained hugely from from being part of T-Care is the opportunity to just be in a safe place and ask questions. Is it okay for me to say this? How do I ask about this? Would you be offended if I asked you? And knowing that I can do that with people that can actually educate me, because what I need is education. And I think there is a huge gap in um, education in terms of businesses in the IT sector or anywhere else to understand you know, what people should talk about and how to ask questions 
how to address people, how to support people in the right way, how to motivate people. And so a big part of what TCARE does is that education piece. So we're working together as each one of us is creating something that's important, be that allyship training or you know, whatever it might be, we're sharing it with each other. So the idea is that we all um, uh, enjoy each other's investment and, and maximise that opportunity. Um, in terms of resource IT, I mean, never before, if you'd said to me five years ago, hire a head of people and culture, I would have laughed you out down the road. Like, I haven't got the budget for that. That's not an important thing. I'm, you know, we're a, an agency. We're moving fast. We're working with IT companies. We hire salespeople and marketing people. And, you know, we work hard and we reward people for what they do. Hang on a minute. Are you actually seeing what um, value people bring as individuals and how their culture affects their performance? Um, and so hiring a head of people and culture was a big step for resource IT. Um, and then one other recent experience I've had is we were looking for and found actually a really, really excellent um, account director that we wanted to join the business. Um, and um, the, the, the guy that we wanted, we actually found out through the interview process that he had, if he moved companies, that he would need sponsoring because he was Nigerian. He would need sponsoring, actually, to um, to actually move companies and come and join Resource IT. Now, I think back to maybe three, four years ago before TCARE, would I have gone to the trouble of actually making the investment to wait? So we, it, we had to wait four, five months, actually, before wow. all the paperwork was done and he was able to join, which caused pain internally. Um, and then, you know, I, I honestly believe four years ago, I would have said, oh, don't bother, get someone else. But because of T-Care, I'm like, no, hang on a minute. You're saying equal opportunity. You're saying that you respect people from diverse cultures joining your business because it expands our proposition and gives us new insights. And, you know, so here's a great person. But just because it's a little bit difficult, you're just going to throw in the towel and walk away. Absolutely not. So we went forward we did the sponsorship we waited and um, that employee is absolutely flying I'm so so pleased that we took that and that was a direct learning I think from my experience with TCARE. Wow that's a that's a brilliant story and in fact I've, is, is it is that who you're referring yeah um, yeah, yeah I've, I've actually had time with um with him he's he's brilliant he's absolutely fantastic um so yeah I, I think that that's a great hire um, for you guys and almost wish you came to software one <laughs> <laughs> back off um, baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess I, I, I can probably share a little bit in, in regards to how it's affected software one as well um, so between myself and Stan we we've been the key drivers when it comes to T-Care within software one and we've been trying to push a lot of initiatives into software one um, alongside um, what we're doing within the groups. We've also been trying to amplify what we're doing within TCARE and really try and educate. That's That's been something that has been a real big push for us. So for example, when we've had opportunity to do that, let's use Black History Month as an example, we've got a scholar in um, to sit down and talk about um, the history, not from a British perspective, but a global perspective about African kings and queen, queens and 
about how that whole chronological chain of events happened to get to slavery to really help people understand that, okay, there was something before slavery. There was um, individuals who, who were kings and queens in Africa. There were individuals who used to travel from Africa to the UK to do trade and, and it wasn't for slavery purposes. So we, we've tried to do things like that, which has been important. Something that I've also noticed is just with how we're hiring at the moment, it seems like the level of or the scope that we're giving to multiple roles is, is growing massively. I think when I started at Software One, I could probably count less than 5% or 4% of the workforce being from, from a back background that was the outside of the um, norm, whereas now I'd probably say it's gone up massively. Um, especially within our um, CCOE team, which uh, it traditionally wasn't really like that. They're just different walks of life from different areas. We've got someone who actually has joined the business recently, um, who actually grew up where I grew up. And I'm like, wow, it's great to see someone who's probably gone through some of the same trials and tribulations as me, be in the same position and have that opportunity to succeed. Um, so that stuff has been important. And, and we've also tried to focus on stories as well giving personal stories and we found this to be quite difficult because if you go and ask someone and say can have you got anything that you're willing to share that might be I'm, I'm going to use the word traumatic but has some type of traumatic features to it some people can push back on that but we have had an individual stand up and talk about some of the um things that have happened to them in the past his, his story specifically was about how he was misidentified for a robbery and ended up having to stay in the cell um, for, for 24 hours, even though he had done nothing wrong. Um, it was just the fact that they went, okay, you look like the, I don't, you look like this person who's done that. Um, we're just going to take you away, even though he had nothing to do with it. Um, and it was quite a, it was quite a strong story, but it was one of our highest attended stories as well. And that people had so many questions afterwards about why did this happen? How did you get yourself into that position, et cetera, et cetera. So um, it's, um, TK has been an inspiration um, for Software One, not just because of all of this stuff that we're doing, but I think when we hear about what Resource IT is doing or Softcat or Computer Center and all, all of the great things um, that they're doing within their um, organizations, we feel like we are empowered to be able to do that as well. So it's just, um, it's fantastic. It really is. Um, so yeah, I guess... I was just going to respond to one other thing. Yeah, sure. No, that's fine. I think one of the things that I've learned through my work with LSC is they've, they've created an inclusive leadership course now for, for leaders to go and understand how to be more inclusive uh, at the top levels of and across organizations. And one of the interesting insights that I've gleaned through working with, with LSC is the concept of to be an inspirational and inclusive leader, you have to be open to being a vulnerable leader. And what that means is sharing your vulnerability, sharing your mistakes, sharing your challenges with your team doesn't make you weak. It actually lets people feel like they can be more like you. It makes you a person. It shows that you are a person and it shows people how to get to where you are today, which means you start having stronger people in your organization driving for change. You start having people seeing correlations between your struggles and their struggles, which really helps to, I guess, push them to the next level. So it, so in that example you've used when you were saying you're trying to feature people with stories that have those uh, those elements, those very strong personal elements to it, that's such a core part 
of that move to being an inclusive leader, but inclusive leaders really drive inspiration and increase productivity of their people. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, especially that level of vulnerability, I guess, is what we're, we're focusing on. Um, Julie, I'm wondering um, what, what has Resource IT done um, around sort of being more vulnerable from, from a leader to employer perspective? Um, I mean, I think I've always been fairly transparent. I think anybody that's ever worked for me or or met me or dealt with me in business even would say, as my friends would, I've always tried to be the same person. Um, I used to, years ago, I used to try and have a business persona, but it never worked. You just come across mm-hmm. as being disingenuous. No, I am who I am. So transparency has always been there. But What I think that Resource IT is doing now is just being more conscious of the things that we can do as an organization that give people time to be themselves. So we have um, a whole myriad of um, social engagement that includes celebrating different times of the year that gives people the opportunity to, um, you know, not just focus on Easter and Christmas, for example, to think that about that a bit more broadly. Um, we have um, always engaged in things like mental awareness days and, you know, lots of work that Amy does as the head of people and culture has only got stronger as a result of our involvement in TCA. Um, and I think the other thing that we we should really um, also focus on with this conversation is this isn't just about doing the right thing for your people and being a good person. Being an inclusive and diverse organisation makes sound commercial sense. If we only recruit one type of person, then we only have one type of proposition and one type of message and attract one type of customer. If we include people from different diverse backgrounds and we embrace the contribution that they make, then our propositions appeal to wider audiences and those audiences respond to those. So from a commercial perspective, T-Care is also about making our organisations better internally and for our employees, but also making our organisation stronger externally so that we have more opportunity to attract different customers from different backgrounds and different cultures and they can relate to us. So I think there's two things that Resource IT has done, work very, very hard on our internal culture but also thought about how that is projected in terms of our communication online, our propositions, our marketing of our organization. We've gone for, we've become a second, we came, we came second in the great places to work in the UK, which was wow. just a phenomenal achievement. You know, 5,000 organizations and to come second was just a absolute phenomenal. And and people may not know that great places to work survey is an, is an independent, anonymous survey completed by the employees so the employees made that decision not me because I wrote a great award entry it's a different um, you know completely different thing so I think lots and lots and lots of awareness and change which is good for us for our people um, our employees but also good for our business opportunity for the future so yeah, no, it's, it's it's that's a great response, um, Julie, and it's great to hear um, that you guys were were second place. I think it's fantastic that the employees really, really value um, working at Resource IT. I just I just wanted to circle back because um, you mentioned about um, the commercial benefits to being within T Care. 
Um, and it makes me think about if Tika is a tick box exercise um, for a lot of businesses. Because um, I think the concern that a lot of um, potential joiners, for example, um, who, who want to be part of Tika, they may see it as a, oh, great, we can just tick the box and, and, and not be involved. Is, is, is that true or, or, or what's your what's your views on that? Well, I think that by joining TK, you are ticking a box because what you're saying is that I care about the diversity and inclusion in my organisation and I want to do something about it. And I found a place and a community that will enable me to accelerate my progress. I think there are there are some things that people um, perhaps don't uh, consider the wider implications of. So one is when you say a tick box exercise, what does that actually mean? It means that I've put a tick in the box to say I am doing something about this as long as you are doing something about it and not just putting a tick in the box. But that doesn't happen with with T-Care because everybody participates and shares and collaborates and communicates and we have hundreds of volunteers across our organisations that are following specific and launching specific programs and initiatives and everybody is active and participative but it's kind of like a bit like quotas right people say oh well you know there's a quota um businesses that have quotas that say they're going to increase the percentage of of black people on their boards or you know women in their organizations and to have a quota is a wrong thing i would actually challenge that because what i believe about quotas is that it is the organization saying we are we have an intention to actually drive change here. So we've got an ambition that we want to see an increased percentage of either women or black people or brown people or an ethnic minorities involved in either leadership positions or being recruited or um, increasing the percentage in our apprenticeship schemes, whatever that might be. You're kind of setting an ambition by saying there's a quota. And I think people misconstrue what that actually means uh, and the same with tick boxing exercises yes go tick boxes get involved in in um, different communities and places where you can learn and educate yourself and just by participating and getting involved you will drive change just like having um, following quotas or making an intentional effort to recruit more people of colour and, and, and attract them to your organisation, to promote women and give them more opportunity in leadership positions. It's all about that intention to move forward in a different way and be more inclusive. Yeah, I think I think that's a that's a great answer. Just just have an intent and just starting, right? That's basically what it is. It's just it's saying, okay, we're gonna take the first step. What does that first step look like? It's it's getting involved, it's learning off of those who are already further down the chain in terms of their development. I think it's um I think it's a fantastic way of, of answering it, I really do. Um Belton, hearing what, what what Julie said, is there anything that you would like to add? Yeah, I guess one of the things that I want to, to circle back on is the, the quota. So I think one of the things I recognize is there is an intent versus action gap that exists on the market. I think any organization that you look at, if you look at their publicly released um, 10K reports, their financial statements, they all have, here's what we're doing in diversity and here's all of the money and work and programs that we're putting in place that, and here's how great it is for our organization. Every single one of them are talking about that. Now, all of them aren't having consistent levels of change. And why is that? It's because you can have the greatest intentions 
you can have the greatest programs, but if you don't have targets that you're measuring against, mm -hmm. you will not be successful. And I think too often we focus on the intention and what we're doing rather than the outcomes. One example of this is I know uh, law firms, it's in the industry that's typically struggled to get um, ethnic minorities to join. Many times their first step is let's create quotas to make sure we have the same number of individuals coming into the interviews. Well, years on, they weren't having any change to the racial demographic of their of, mm -hmm. of their people. And the reason was they realized that it was actually children who needed to want to pursue that type of career, had to be educated in the classroom in order to then go through their, their school years wanting a career um, in that field. And, and I think the technology sector could now take learnings from that. I think we need to make sure we're educating people so we're bringing the right people in. But I think we also need to set targets within an organization that are measured, that are tied to executive compensation. That essentially means if we're missing our financial target and everyone jumps in the call saying, what are we gonna do about it? Do we have those same mechanisms in our organization to respond to some of the other targets that we've set for our people? And I think one of the great things that T-Care has been able to do Two of the great things that T-Care has been able to do to support organizations on that journey is one, um, T-Care requires a commitment from the CEO of the organization to attend a minimum of two engagement sessions per year. As part of those engagement sessions, they get to have really awesome and open dialogue amongst their peers about what's working well, what are some ideas that they'd like to change. T-Care gets the opportunity to provide input into those leaders of what they can do across their organizations. But then I think number two, T-Care is providing all of the resources to help enable organizations to accelerate that journey. We have mentorship programs. We have a scholarship program that acts as a feeder to these organizations. And, and we're creating connectivity across many of the people um, for, for these firms. When I started at T-Care, I thought it'd be another volunteer organization that I gave my time to. What it's turned out is I've met a, a whole bunch of new friends um, Julie being one of the, the very inspirational people that I now get to work with, who even even in five, six, seven, ten years, I'm going to feel that I'm still connected to these individuals. And that's because we have a shared passion for driving real change, um, not just across the UK, but, but across the technology sector in, in general. Um, and one of our proudest achievements to date was when we were um, asked to provide some inputs to um, the UK Prime Minister on our views and what could be done to help equalize the, the racial um, parity across the, the technology sector in the UK and how that might help to impact the, the country's um, GDP. And so I think it's really interesting the opportunities that this um, group is able to have. And many times it comes from the passion that each of the individuals who are part of TCA are able to, to share and push through. Yeah, precisely. And it's, it's, it's that word you've used passion. It with every member that's involved. And I think we are, we're over a hundred members um, now um, in various different work streams, which is, is, is amazing that we've, we've got so many people driving towards the same goal, but it is that passion that, that really drives us to do what we're doing. Um, especially things such as like the scholarship um, scheme as well that we ran last year um, to give students an, an, an opportunity to 
first of all, spend some time um, speaking about a particular um, interest for them within tech and present that as a way or, or an opportunity to try and get initial fund, uh, sorry, not initial, and <laughs> to get additional funding and to help them um, get through those final years of their studying. Um, I, I just think that, especially from my perspective, when I look into all of the individuals in TK, you can tell there's there's a grit and a can-do attitude. Um, whereas I think sometimes you can be involved in groups and feel like there's a lot of passengers, but I feel like there's a lot of people who really want to drive drive the business or drive, sorry, TK forward. Julie, I'm wondering, is that sort of, does that resonate with you? Is that is that something, the feelings that you have? What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, passion is definitely at the core. Um, you know, just before T-Care, I was involved in um, the growth and launch of the WIT network. Um, same kind of thing, underrepresentation, feeling like, you know, the only woman in the boardroom, the only woman presenting at sales meeting, whatever those circumstances were. And <clears throat> a bunch of us got together and um, and created the WIT network. And we've now got 8,000 members in 50 countries. Um so wow. it's it's a huge um, and and a lot of a lot of organisations that you know want to support the women in their businesses to achieve more more women in leadership positions. We're looking you know supporting more female entrepreneurs, and a lot of those learnings I brought to Tcare. I had a passion for women in technology, and I have a passion for Tcare, and just seeing that. Um, the the just the the energy that goes behind it from everybody the things they do because we've all got day jobs and we've all got responsibilities so TCARE is a volunteer organisation and some of the um, really important dialogue that goes on between the HR directors or as Belton mentioned the CEOs over dinner or the digital marketing execs or the salespeople you know, being able to talk about, you know, how can I be better? How can I improve my recruitment processes? How can I support my staff better? How can I fulfill my opportunity? How can I get on as an apprentice? How can I be a better leader? You know, it's multifunctional in terms of the conversations that are going on. And we're really thrilled to see so many people putting their hand up across the 11 organizations that are the founders and saying, I want to participate. I want to take part. I want to do something. So it's it's been phenomenal, actually, really amazing. Yeah, I, I agree. I totally agree. Um, we've we've got a few a few minutes left. So um, the question that I want to ask is: If first of all, thank you if you've been listening um, up to this point. Really do appreciate it. And if you are looking to join, um, I'm going to share, well, sling this one to Belton. If you are looking to join TK and you're an individual within a business, whether you're a leader or you're just entry level and you think this would be a, a great um, initiative to join, how, how do they go, go about doing that? Who do they need to contact? Who do they need to speak to? Yeah, so so great question. There, there's probably two routes. You can go on our website and email the, the email address on the website for the Technology Community for Racial Equality. Um, and we also have a LinkedIn. So you can message us on LinkedIn and, and look to get involved. I think we are looking for more members over the next 12 months. Um, we're really looking to help help bring more technology community. We're really looking to create a technology community. So we want to bring a diverse set of companies together who all have a shared goal of increasing inclusion across their organizations. 
Um, I know in cybersecurity, we always say better in it together. And many of the more successful ways to combat uh, cyber threats are all of the organizations coming together to share their resources to drive change. Um, we very much feel this is the same way um, with tech skills only becoming more in demand. Um, we really feel that T-Care could be a strong way of helping your organization to respond to those, those gaps in your workplace with skilled resources while you're also helping to drive inclusion across your organization. Okay. Wow. Okay. Thank you for, for sharing that. Um, Julie, is there any far, final words um, that you would like to, to say um, regarding T-Care and your, your experience and, and, and anything, really? Um, I mean, I would support everything that Belton said, you know, go to the website, follow us on LinkedIn, get involved in some of the content that we're producing, have a look at some of the, we've got um, ebooks and um, allyship training and recruitment guides and um, blog posts and a whole bunch of, of information and the amazing podcasts that, that you guys have been doing. So there's lots of different subjects being discussed so you can absorb yourself in you know, the culture of T-Care and what it means to be a part of that. Over the coming 12 months, T-Care is focused on creating and scaling a broader membership community so that it's not just um, going to be about free information if you want to go read, learn and and maybe hear a bit more about it, um, or that the founder organizations who are connecting with each other, we're looking at scaling this so that anybody, no matter who they are or where they are in their career, has an opportunity to engage with T-Care. So we're building out a, um, a membership program, which, uh, which is coming soon. So keep an eye out for that and you'll soon see um, what we've got to offer. But it's exciting, really looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, exactly. Well said. Well said. Um, so I guess sort of final notes from me and then Belton, I'll actually pass on to you as well. Um, I think the level of importance having something like T-Care existing is is massive, um, especially for the generations that are, are coming before, um, before us, because I think that, oh, sorry, after us, because I think that it's... Um, it's great to see that there's going to be some type of framework um, or pathway for us to be successful and not having to go and find that out for ourselves and, and, and do a lot of the work um, alone um, with not a lot of that support that we thought we would get. Um, and I think it's, it's really going to build more self-confidence for those from underrepresented backgrounds within tech because I think it's about having that confidence to and that belief to want to succeed and to be able to succeed. Um, and sometimes it's quite difficult when you don't really see that above you. So I think T-Care is really helping with that. Um, that, that that's really a focus that I've taken from, from being part of T-Care. And I, I can definitely feel that we are shifting the needle, whether it's 1% one day or 5% the other, we are really trying to make that gradual change. Um, Belton, anything else that you would like to mention before we sign off? Yeah, yeah. I guess one of the things that I think is interesting is at the beginning of the call, you, you referenced me making MD and how that was great to see for you personally. I think many times when senior people, when we enter the senior levels of an organization, many times we feel the diversity. Um, we see other people in other organizations that are like us. Um, we 
talk to the HR team, we talk to our CEO, we know what the culture and the direction of travel is, but we sometimes forget that those entry-level individuals don't have that same visibility. They may not see the diversity. They may, they may feel like they're the only ones. They may feel like the organization doesn't have a strong culture. And it's critically important that organizations visibly show their support. That's why you see companies putting the changing their, their um, flags of Pride Month online. That's why you see companies posting about uh, the various cultural holidays that they want to show respect for, because those are visible markers or indicators that your organization is support, supporting it. And I think by joining T-Care, it's a real good visual indicator that articulates your organization's commitment to um, helping to uh, create a more equitable um, workforce. So we look forward to um, partnering with you and supporting um, you as we all work on this journey together. Well said, Belton, well said. Um, and thank you, Belton, and thank you, Julie, um, for your time. And, and, and thank you for Pleasure. joining on this session. I'm sure our listen, listeners benefited from, from what they had to listen to today. Um, to Just in case you're the first time listening here, you can check all of our episodes on the T-Care website. Um, we're also available on YouTube and we're also available on Spotify um, to get the full T-Care podcast series. And if you want to engage with us and the community, we're available on Twitter and we're available on LinkedIn as well. Um, and we've got a bunch of different things running in there as well. So this is all we have time for today. Um, I'll say it again, thank you, Julie, thank you, Belton. Um, and yeah, this has been the TK Podcast and we look forward to having you join us on the next one. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we look forward to hearing your thoughts. So please continue the dialogue on socials. To stay updated on when we release the next episode, follow us on LinkedIn and on Twitter at TC4RE. And don't forget to check our website at www.tcare.org for more information and content on today's topics.